Hi, Jillian. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. On this fine Tuesday. This fine Tuesday. Yes. I can't believe it's March. I know. I know. How did that happen? I know. Yesterday was our dog's death birthday. (laughs) It was. (laughs) I wanted to send that gift back to you, but I knew mom and dad wouldn't get it and be like, what is this? (laughs) Uh, I knew you were thinking it. Yeah. It's like his birthday, his death birthday. Audience, if you know what that's from, you are a real one, but I doubt I doubt you know what it's from. I doubt it. Okay, so multiple topics. Well, do we want to start with this rude text we've got this morning? Well, I, yes, but I was going to bake it into our superlative cue, but yes, okay. go, go off, Queen. Oh, so our dear friend Dana, whom we love very much and who I'm going to see this weekend, I'm very excited to see her and her lovely family, said the rudest Shout text. Shout out to that- Carrie and Adrian for listening to the pod. Yes, thank you so much. Sent the rudest text this morning. I'm going to read it verbatim. Rude. The rudest. Okay, here we go. Slightly controversial question, but do we consider Hanson to be one-hit wonders? Take her down. Take her down. That's right, Dana. You're getting a whole segment on this. And she addressed it to a group of people who we have like a Bravo chat, but it's like a pop culture chat, and which includes myself and my sister Ryan. Who she knows are that's me, Hanson historians. That's a good and word for it. I was like, I don't even know what the word is. It's not fan. They're a part of our family. They are. And I had two questions for her. First of all, how dare you? Second of all, how are we defining one hit wonders? Because my question to her was, are we saying they had a very popular song that everyone knows and then just faded away, never to be heard again? Which I would say, no, no, Hanson are not one hit wonders. But then and I was thinking about it, but I'm still not giving Dana any grace whatsoever. <laughs> Poor are, Dana. We talk- are we talking about radio play? Yeah. But I think we can argue that Penny and Me from the se- second, third album, if we're counting the EP, Third Car Garage, the first album. Yes, we are. Penny and Me was on the radio. So, yeah, I I, I have some questions, but I don't well, think they're one hit wonders. I think it's disgraceful that she would even suggest such in our presence. And also, he, uh, to someone who doesn't know anything about Hanson, maybe great, but Dana knows and knows that we, and she knows more about Hanson because of us. So how could she say that? Oh, could she? She's twisting the knife. At your baby shower, I played a Jill Pretty, which I, uh, I did Jeopardy. I was Alex Trebek, RIP, and asked questions. And the categories were all things Jill cares about, which if you listen to the pod now, you probably know. It was like female athletes, presidents, uh, movies. Um, and my final Jeopardy question was, how many studio albums has Hanson recorded? And, and who got it correct? I think Alyssa did. Oh, I thought our father did. Oh, Mike got it correct, but he didn't win. I don't think he wagered enough. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, that's right, Brian. Second Alyssa shout out in a row in a week, <laughs> and we'll never mention you. Although I saw Iron Maiden crop tops the other day on Instagram and wanted to send it to you and say, please buy one. Anyway, the final Jeopardy question was how many studio albums had Hanson recorded at the time? The answer was 10. Does that sound like a one hit wonder to you? 10 albums? And then I'm thinking like, defining one hit wonders. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, who would you consider? I'm thinking click five, just the girl I'm looking for in my mind right now. Well, I don't even. I mean, I, I know the song. Isn't that a one hit wonder? Yes, but then <laughs> although like, they had other good songs that I like, like Millie Vanilli, I could consider them a one hit wonder. But did they make albums after? Like Aqua, Barbie Girl, yeah, I, I consider that can. to be. But did they make albums after and like go on tours? I'm sure they did. But I think they went on tour. I don't know about multiple albums. For also, Aqua. I'm upset with Dana for saying that 
what did she say that I got her on that you would describe this? Oh, Aqua has multiple albums. Yeah, I like feel like one that came out in 2011. Where I don't know. It? I guess there's true no one hit wonder. I said, how would you define one hit wonder? She said, I guess only knowing one song of theirs, the band, and feeling like majority of people would feel the same way. So I said, oh, a mob mentality? Sure, that's always the way to gauge something. But is that what, how we're defining one hit wonder? That the majority of people only know one song from this musical group? I guess. Or I, I do think radio play. But then there are people like my friend Ashley, whom I love, who is pop culture illiterate. I always make fun of her for it. And she'd only know she'd know no songs from a popular artist or just one. Right. You know what I mean? Because she's just not a music. She like is a how, person, how like in the way that does we have are. To penetrate the the stratosphere. Can I ask you a completely unrelated question that's not on the rundown? Oh my goodness! So I went deep into the John Stewart TikToks last night. Okay. So he has the show The Problem on Apple TV Plus, which my uh, subscription ran out, so I'm gonna need the login. Is is it? Do people watch it? Is it out? I, I feel I, like he's been I working on it, think but I don't know anyone who watches Out because out. I've been seeing – it started because I've seen all these clips of him interviewing a Republican Oklahoma senator. Yes. And whose name I don't – Nathan Dunn or something. And he like fucking roasted him. Carrie, as your dad would say, he roasted him. And because at the Guinness Factory, you take the nuts and you roast it. And that's how they say it at the Guinness Factory. But – yeah, he just like slayed him. And then I found another, you know, interview on TikTok. So it was like clips of him interviewing this uh, woman in Arkansas who's passing legislation against, you know, children getting gender reaffirming care if they are trans. But anyway, he's like going in all these people. But then, of course, then other people were saying like he he's also problematic sometimes, blah, blah, blah. Like John Stewart is. Yeah. Like, like something about the Palestinians on Stephen Colbert's podcast or something. And he went in on like people from Wuhan giving us COVID, I guess, but not really. It was kind of a joke. Well, how do you feel about Jon Stewart? You know more about him than I do. I'm a fan and I'm deeply respectful of him. What he, all the legislation he's trying to push for nine 11 responders. Yes. How Um, many times have I cried watching that? I know. I can't. I know. Um, No, I think I like him. I like him. Yeah, like he seems so smart. How does he get to be so smart? Or is it just because he has producers like helping him too with these I segments? think being on the show, The Daily Show, enriched yeah. his political mind. And then he took years off and he's found things that he deeply concerns about and wants to focus on. Yeah. And and people keep saying it's like people are going to stop going on his show because it's like, I'm a Republican. You're obviously right. just going to get fucking served by Jon Stewart. It's who, like people who would do like Bruno or Borat. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know if I consider Jon Stewart like uber left. Like, I think he's liberal, but maybe more in the middle. Realistic. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he just slays these people. It's worth a watch. And it's just so hard for me to understand the other side point of view. Because the way he breaks it down in these videos, it's like you're literally contradicting yourself over and over again. And I'm not getting it political. The last thing I'll say about transgender rights. It doesn't fucking impact you at all. Pause for our mother to call. Eleanor might be crawling <laughs> out the presses. Yeah. I've n- we've never said her name on the pod before. No, I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, we can stop talking about politics and John Stewart, but it just uh, was, I really got sucked into the rabbit hole last night. Um, um, tell us about your weekend, Ryan. Yeah. So I uh, went to New York City on Saturday. And what do we say? NYC. 
just got here this morning. And Three bucks, two bags, one, one me. me. Shout out, Tara. And I saw Funny Girl, the matinee on Broadway starring William Michelle. I, how can you say her name like that? Because it sounded like everyone said she was great. I hate her. I'll always hate her. She was rude to Carrie and I at the Spring Awakening stage. <laughs> I, I just seem, she seems like a bitch. Anyways, you saw the production. How was it? It was good. I was a little lit, so I wasn't like <laughs> perfectly, you know, paying attention. Caitlin and I got Prosecco's and he's like, do you want a double? And we were like, sure. So I guess that was like a two and Prosecco in the first $1,000. Oh, yeah. It was $76 yeah. for those two things and a bag of peanut M&Ms. That's so stupid. That is all we purchased and it was $76. But anyway... It was good. I know nothing about Funny Girl, the story, so it was interesting. Oh, you had not seen the film or anything No, before? have you? Um, yes, wanted, yes. Yeah. And how do you feel about it? I think it's great. I think Barbara is, you know, she's undefeated. Yes, I, I liked it. And it's about, like, Brooklyn. So, obviously, it was, you know, like, our, like they sing a whole song about Henry Street. And our cousin Ashley, who's with us, lives right near Henry Street. So, that was, like, cute. Park Slope, shout out. And... Yeah, it was good. I the second half, like every musical, is saying this is always worse. Mm-hmm. And you're and like, why did they put everything just so good in the first ha- act, act, not half, excuse me? And it's like all the good songs and all the interesting thing. And then at the end, it's kind of just like a wind down. The whole like plot is basically like there's this young woman. She wants to be a star, but she's not traditionally beautiful like the other chorus girls. But she ends up just like being really scrappy and meeting some people and crushing it and getting really successful, kind of being the butt of the joke, but she's laughing all the way to the bank, so who cares? Right. She falls in love with this man, and he is, like, basically like a gambling addict, I guess. Yes, or he's just basically like he is. <laughs> pissing all the money away, even though he seems, like, when you meet him on the outside, like, he's rich and put together. The Spoilers for Funny Girl. Basically, the whole <laughs> second act is, like, she's trying to get him, like, back on his feet and, like, kind of giving him money without him knowing it and he, like, won't take it because he's, like, offended, which is kind of nice. I thought the plot was going to be he's, like, siphoning money out of her and only using her for her money. Um, And then it ends with basically him being, like, I want a divorce and that's the end. And I'm, like, what is the moral, like, it, the, the first act was to just build up this woman, her career, her doing well and, like, What's going to happen? And then the whole second act is just like she falls in love and now she's miserable and she's left alone with the kid and a gambling husband. The end. Well, I think there's many morals, but one could be this dream life that she aspired for years is not how she it turned out the way she wanted it to be. And not everything is. It could have been if she focused on her career and not the man. Maybe not because he was the one that helped her ascend to where she was. Not really. Just like he did like one thing. Anyways. You enjoyed it, aside from this yeah, um, and she was critique good. of the story. I feel like the expectations are her, for her are so high. So I was, I feel like kind of being like, oh, she better be like amazing. But I thought she was good. And the thing about Leah Michelle, she sings like crazy hard Barbara Streisand notes so effortlessly that it doesn't seem like it's hard. It seems like, oh, uh-huh. we could just get up there and sing that, even though we obviously couldn't. But But because she does it and it doesn't look like hard, it seems like, I'm like, is she that amazing? But I think she is. And the fact that they have to do it like two times a day, I'm sure her voice is like shredded. And I was saying to Caitlin while we were sitting there, our sister, I was like, she has a tattoo, I think, on her butt that says Finn for Corey Monteith, who died when she was dating when he died. And was that was his character on Glee. But like, why not just get Corey, not Finn? 
And I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's like on her butt. So that's what I was thinking about while she was performing. <laughs> okay. So yeah, overall good. The theater was really small. So shouts to Aunt Jay. Tickets are probably hard to get. Like, I don't know. Uh, and it's like limited, you know, it's not going to be on for much longer. Yeah, she's done in September, they say, which. But I then mean, I think, are they doing it? Continuing no, they're going to close the, the production because right. it didn't do so well. Sorry, when Beanie Feldstein. I know, we, Caitlin and I talked about that a lot. They're like, can you picture Beanie doing this? part where they're like you know kind of uh do you think her voice was as good definitely not i'm sure but i haven't really heard beanie sing that much yeah um okay so yeah that was and you had a a lovely time in the city so nice they named it twice they named it twice new york york York. (laughs) you've never heard that yeah but i just forgot i was like what are you talking about well, we were right near Radio City, so I was just on the hunt looking for Kelsey Ballerini and Chase Stokes in the streets, but did not see them, nor did I go to SNL. Radio City, Rockefeller Center. No, but Radio City is right there, which isn't that far from Rockefeller Center. But was she performing there? No, but they there were pictures of them that I found the next day, like walking oh. around on the streets. And I'm like, oh. we were probably near them because we were like 49th, you know? Yeah. Um, but Boston's way better than New York. Sorry. Okay. Tar. Tar. So I, um, my husband was away this week and he went on a bachelor trip. So I Bye. single, single mommed it. Um, and, uh, my lovely child is sleeping very well through the night. So both nights I was like, I'm going to catch up on my Oscar watching. So I watched Tar and I was, it, I think it's like two and a half What's hours. What's her first name? Lydia? Lydia Tar. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Olivia, but it's Lydia Tar. Starring Kate Blanchett. And I was C-A-T-E. really. T-E into it uh, like the first night but i was like i gotta go to bed i can't stay up this late so i ended up watching it in like two sittings um she's great i mean kate blanchett i mean you it's how long is it i think it's almost three hours right so that's like two forty yeah sorry my internet like my mental health is unstable um so you were saying it is like it's an interesting story so hours and then yes we cut off and that kate blanchett is amazing she you could tell it's her, but you can't tell it's her. She You thought it like, was a young Bob Dylan? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I thought it was a a woman who is so super focused that she doesn't wear makeup and doesn't blow dry her hair and she well, looks so great. she's you? Yeah. I was gonna say she is what like I look like every day, except she has way better clothes. Mm. Um what era is it? Present day. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's like me too. But I thought it was about like Leonard Bernstein and all this stuff. Well, no, what's about her? Like she's a maestro of the Berlin Philharmonic, which is like, I guess the... Is she German? Yeah, give me the TLDR on her life based Um, on what you know from the movie. So she is American and she um, rose up the ranks. I don't know if Juilliard, they never say when she went to school. I think maybe a fake something, the accordion. I don't know, whatever. She went to school and rose up the ranks. But she's a real person. No. Oh, she's not? That's like a very interesting. Oh, I straight thing. up like, thought she Lydia was. T- no, no, this is not a bio. Whoa. Um, and so she rose at the ranks of orchestrating, orchestra, conducting orchestras, and then became the maestro of the Berlin Philharmonic, which is, I think, the end all be all for people who want that job. And she is like, you know, HBIC. She is the number one and what she says goes and she's in charge and everyone falls in line and isn't terrified of her. And But they're also in awe of her because she's amazing and the musicianship and Leonard Bernstein's her mentor and yada, yada. But he's a real person. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And but, Bradley Cooper's playing him in a movie about his life later on called Maestro. Yeah. Coming. So, but out this, this is year. oh my god. So this is no IP. This is just no. a, an original story. I'm yes. shook. Everything's IP these days. No mas. Okay. Uh, and then it just about what happens in like the Me Too movement to her and um, sort of where she ends up. And it's, it's, it's I, I would recommend it's a watch. But would you ever watch it again? No, probably not. Right. It's not, like there are good movies that I would never watch again. So to me, they're not like a favorite movie because they're, they're not rewatchable. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say this is a favorite movie of mine. But no, I, I know. I'm just saying when people, when I ask people what their favorite movie is and they say like, some super long, depressing movie. And I'm like, really? How many times have you seen it? And they're like, twice. I'm like, to me, that's not your favorite movie. Yeah. Um, I th- I mean, Kate Blanchett is never bad. So, like, how can we ever... Who's Leonard in it? No one. He's oh. not in it. That She's just disgusted. Oh, okay. And how she emulates him. Kind of like a... um, How What's-Her-Face, Elizabeth Holmes emulated Steve Jobs and wore the clothes. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Lydia Tarr... take your blood out of your body. <laughs> Lydia Tarr emulates his collar and his clothing and the way he held his conducting stick things like that would you give her the oscar for best actress i don't know i mean i I wouldn't just because she's won two already so like why do we have to do that but i think what is she won for blue jasmine directed by woody allen she's in that oh i'm thinking of is that the sad one with ryan gosling and michelle williams no that's blue valentine that's blue valentine okay and what did she win oh the aviator which she shouldn't have won for well she was played katherine hepburn um I wouldn't give it to her just because she's one, two, so it doesn't matter. But I do think I enjoyed her performance more than I enjoyed Michelle Yeoh's. Okay. But it's totally I'm- different. Like, Michelle Yeoh's doing, like, kung fu in, like, you know, she's doing so much stunt work. and Right. She had to probably give a lot more. Well, I don't know. But, but you know, Kate Blanchett had to learn German. She was fluent, fluent right. in German for it and learned how to conduct and rehearsed with the orchestra. Yeah. Is she, like, the Tom Cruise of women? She's better than Tom Cruise. No, but like she takes it so seriously, dives in, would learn how to fly a plane. I don't think so because I was just listening to her on a podcast, um, Awards Chatter by The Hollywood Reporter. And she does say, well, yes, I wanted to learn German, but she's very like nonchalant. Like, you know, this yeah. is fun. Like she's not as serious as Tom is like, like oh, I have to do all the stunts and I have to be the one in yeah. the seat. Things do we like know that. anything about her personal life? She's married to a theater director. They ran the Sydney Theater for a while. She has three children. They seem like they like each other. Is she Australian? Yes. Oh, okay. See, I don't know anything about Kate except she spells it C-A-T-E. Yes. Okay. So you like Tar. Of the Oscar-nominated films you've seen so far, which one have you enjoyed the most? Oof. Banshees? Yeah. Not Top Gun Maverick? No. Which I did watch... On yeah, Sunday night, keep going. Yeah, I I watched it the whole way through. When um, Colin got home, we watched it, mm-hmm. and um, it was corny. It was cheesy. It's you know uh, the question everyone asks: Did you prefer the original? Yes, uh, but I think it's just like has so many notes of the original. But like, don't you feel like Glenn Powell and Miles Teller were barely fucking in it? No, I felt like that. I felt like they could have done more with the Glenn Powell Miles Teller dynamic but no miles yeah. wasn't a lot not really towards the end but that's when i kind of stopped paying attention also the end it's kind of like a marvel movie like they're in the snow and they have to find yeah. a plane like that's not top gun like no well as conan says it's like they just didn't want to uh upset anyone so they're like oh here we are in new hampshire or canada like undisclosed country they never right, say like, <laughs> it's like, russia come on can we say that you think so yeah but how far away? i feel like they didn't seem to fly that far from wherever they were 
Well, they were in a plane. I mean, uh, on an aircraft carrier in the middle of the ocean. Oh, okay. And what do you think about the the goose being Miles's dad of it all? I think that's it's in- interesting to the story. It's funny it- that like he had to dye his hair kind of like lightish reddish strawberry blonde. I feel like to be Goose's son because in real life his hair is like dark brown. I feel like Anthony Edwards like is probably sad he wasn't in this movie. And Anthony Edwards like you look at him in Top who's Gun, Anthony it- Edwards Goose. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like he he's not like if you Google Anthony Edwards right now he that he's not Goose. Like he doesn't look like that. Oh, I thought you meant like because he's known for other things. But I feel like he's ER. Yeah, he was. I know that would have been nice if you. Oh, how much did you cry at Val Kilmer? I didn't cry, but I I I, I felt good things. And how did you feel about Jennifer Connelly? Unnecessary, right? And this, you don't even develop that relationship that much. Like, and they don't even provide. It's just like when he comes into town, they bone, and then he leaves, and she's like, "You better not leave again." Right, but they don't even delve that into it. Like you, like that they had this past because they don't. I don't know. So you prefer Banshees over Top Gun Maverick. We fast forwarded like their love scene because we were like, this is stupid. Did you? Yes. We were like, go get another drink. But you weren't like, hold my hand. No. No, sorry, Gaga. So you, but would you have preferred if Kelly McGillis was in it? And they were like, they had somehow done that relationship? I think that would be interesting. I don't know what kind of acting she's capable of these days, but. uh, Yeah. Shots? No, I'm I'm saying she hasn't been in things that I've seen lately, so I don't know. Uh, Yeah. But um, it was fine. I don't think it's the greatest movie of the year. No. Do people say that? Yeah. Okay. And it saved cinema, which, fine. That's fine. I mean, it would have been fun to see in the movie. I enjoyed That's watching what I said. it. We, we like, I wasn't bored. No, I wasn't bored I either. get bored by and movies we, very easily. We finished it. Like, we were like, oh, yeah, yeah. let's keep going. Um, yeah, it would have been better to see it in, like, an IMAX or, like, a big theater. Yeah. But yeah. We watched it on my Samsung frame. Maybe we'll go see Air in the movies. We need to. I think Caitlin and I will. Okay. Okay, shall we get into the scandal? Do you want to? I want to give the TLDR for Noonan. Okay. Okay, so I watched some of season one of Vanderpump Rules is my uh, familiarity with it. Is a television show on the Bravo Network. And how much of it have you seen? Like how many seasons Uh, did you make it? Many. Okay, I watched but- it all in real time until like the first James Kennedy season. And then I was like, I'm done with this. And then you said he's the most deplorable human that ever lived. He's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So there is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, a show. There's a woman on it, Lisa Vanderpump. She owns a number of restaurants in LA. I don't know if she pitched it or Bravo approached her. They like to say that it was her idea, but who fucking knows about let's do a show about one of my restaurants, sir. Which right? do you know what sir stands for? Sexy, unique restaurant. Yes. So uh, Lisa Vanderpump and her husband have many restaurants and clubs, and- but the two highlighted on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was this restaurant in Beverly Hills called Villa Blanca, and then this bar in, I guess, bar restaurant in West Hollywood, Sir. And Vanderpump always used to say, Villa Blanca is where you take your wife, and Sir is sir, where you, so take, you your take your mistress. mistress. But, anyway. but yeah. yeah, so they started the show about like the waiters who work there, and a lot of them hook up with each other. So it's like a good reality show. It's kind of the hills vibes but maybe a little I mean, bit yeah, more they're real. all young hot people trying to be and, and a lot actors, of yeah they want to act yeah and they're just incestually hooking up with each other yes so on the show there are two toms who are good friends tom schwartz tom sandoval yes tom sandoval has been in a relationship with this woman ariana they both work at the restaurant or have or did, did. um since 2009 
or 14 for like nine years for nine years they've been uh, together yes and like lived together committed i guess someone said she didn't really want to get married and have kids so they were like as committed as could be basically correct and i again i don't watch it a ton but i did feel like tom especially sandoval they had kind of like a holier than thou vibe like oh we're better than all these riffraff kids hooking up and being crazy we're like in a committed relationship not that they don't get involved with the drama but just like their relationship was like more solid than the other folks although before they got together like the first few seasons it was like a train wreck with him and his ex-girlfriend Kristen, and he like you know kind of cheated on Kristen with ariana but like just a kiss people are saying i don't know so like it was only a kiss yeah but anyways yeah yeah so but they've been in this relationship Forever. They're kind of boring. People assume like they're, you know, going to be together forever. It came out this past weekend that he has been having an affair with this girl on the show, Raquel, whose her name is Rachel. She's doing an Ilaria Baldwin yes. for seven months. Seven months. Sometimes cheating on his girlfriend who they share a home with in the home or the guest house in the back. Because this girl, Raquel, is friends with both of them and is good friends with Ariana, the girlfriend. And was like staying in their guest room and ale- allegedly or apparently Tom would leave the bed in the middle of the night and go like hook up with her in the guest room. And then one time the girlfriend Ariana woke up and was like, what are you doing coming out of her room at 4 a.m.? And he was like, oh, it's bringing her water. So right. the TLDR is this long couple. They were friends with this girl. The guy was having an affair with the girl Raquel behind his girlfriend's, his girlfriend's back, back for, seven, for months. seven months. And now it's all coming to a head and all the... Vanderpump Rules co-stars who like don't who never liked Tom are like coming for him and everyone's coming for him like yeah. the whole entire world of audience watchers yeah I'm sure, his, Bravo I'm sure his followers are declining at a, an alarming rate he made a statement because he owns owns I'm putting in air quotes because they make it seem he owns it on the show but I doubt it two restaurants and he made a statement like hate me all you want but like people's well-being yeah like I'm not the only I, owner of these restaurants don't like Stop giving us business, basically. Right. But never said I'm sorry to my girlfriend for cheating on her for seven months in right. our marital, not our marital home, but our home that yeah. we own together. And then I didn't know that his good friend, Tom Schwartz, who's recently divorced, was saying on the show, I guess, or like a plot this season was going to be that he was hooking up with Raquel. And that was like a cover story for his friend, Tom, and allegedly never actually happened. We don't know that for certain. But the storyline for this season was that after he and Katie divorced, he Schwartz. made out with Raquel, yes, Tom Schwartz, after he and Katie divorced, he made out with Raquel and Katie was pissed because Raquel's in their friend group and how could you do that even though they were divorced, whatever. But they only did a kiss at Coachella, I don't know. But now it's allegedly coming out that that was a front to get the story off of Tom Sandoval, who has been in a deep relationship affair with Raquel, Rachel, for seven months. Yeah, and just news chick comes out every day and it's hilarious. Some of my favorite things so far is that they... Sandoval and Raquel bought matching lightning bolt necklaces to show their love for each other and wear them. And From Claire's. Way, yeah, they look like so cheap. It was their way of acknowledging each other in public. And they both started wearing them on Instagram on the same day, September 19th, 919, <laughs> and then c- continue to wear them. And I guess last night, Tom Sandoval was seen going to Raquel's house to like be with her. And again, like doesn't seem... That rem- that we know Reversal. of remorseful yeah. or like saying anything about you know how he cheated on his girlfriend. I feel like people are saying he's kind of trying to throw her under the bus. Like, well, she's been depressed and like we lived together, so that's why I couldn't leave. I've been wanting to leave forever. And again, just kind of like 
just say you fucked up. Like, it's not her fault. Also, it's not Ariana's fault. Let's be clear. Ryan and, and I Instacart would never... is offering Ariana free groceries. <laughs> Ryan and I would never be talking about this other than the fact that it blew up this weekend and was the only thing yeah. everyone we follow on Instagram was talking about. And yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of funny, like all the memes that are coming out of it. Like I sent you a Hamilton one yesterday. But um, yes. yeah, we don't really want I, I probably go back and watch Vanderpump after I finish Potomac because I, I have always been meaning to. And my friend Krista posted a great TikTok about the first time we all saw Tom Sandoval in public was on the Hill season one. Lauren was uh, interviewing swimsuit models and she lied to Jason and oh, said it was only yes, girls. Tom yes. Sandoval is one of the swimsuit models she's interviewing. And we see him in a chair and Krista reposted it. And I think out of the caption, basically like, who knows this guy we saw on the Hill 16 years ago would be the subject of every like text, tweet and Instagram comment this many years later. Also, Tom Sandoval is like 40, 41. And the he Skull sucks. Raquel- I always thought he was weird and annoying. Yeah. And the Skull Raquel is like 28. But in my mind, she was like 23. Like she comes off very yeah. young and dumb. And apparently she has just been like a fame person who wants mm-hmm. to be famous and like got on the show yeah do you know when she got on the show like were you still watching because i didn't even know mm-hmm. who she was really she was like dating engaged to james kennedy which is like disgusting and then He's they broke a real up human and she became like a permanent cast member which is so weird like you know the whole guys of like oh i'll get you a job at sir and you'll be a waitress and then you get on the show like, do any of them still work at sir uh maybe raquel and they like sometimes try to bring like in these young people and that the audience doesn't care right. to fall in love with so they like quickly teeter out after one season what's the deal with sheena did she get divorced from shay because why is she still sheena shay she did get divorced from shay i don't know why she's still sheena shay because now she's remarried to the man whose child she has oh okay because yeah. she was good friends with raquel and ariana both of these girls and allegedly <laughs> this is were, a great part yeah they were out in new york raquel and sheena doing watch what happens live with andy cohen and then they went out to a bar afterwards to hang out and um, this is when Ariana find out and she called Sheena and said, yeah, Ariana I found just... a video in Tom's phone of Raquel naked and called Sheena hysterical crying like I confronted him. They've been having an affair. He's cheating on me with their friend. And while Sheena's at the bar with Raquel. Yeah. So then they go outside and Sheena's like, what the fuck? And Raquel like tearfully admits it. And Sheena punched her in the face. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly punches her and like throws her. Which isn't funny, but like, whoa. <laughs> Like violence isn't funny, but just like the violence isn't funny of events. I, like, what would you do in that moment? Like, like if know. you had called me and said this, and the girl was standing right in front of me, like, I guess it depends on how close you are with the other girl. Like, uh, they were close enough that she lived in their house for a time. No, 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 no. I mean, Sheena and Raquel. If Sheena's like in the oh. middle, friends with both of them, and like obviously she's probably team one more friend than the other. Like, if that was my situation, like it was two friends, I don't know that I'd punch the other friend in the face. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm not Sheena Shea. No violence um, advocating on this podcast. But um, I was listening to um, Casey Wilson and Danielle Bitch Sessions, their podcast. They did an Instagram live about it. And they were saying that there's videos of Ariana and photos by paparazzi outside her home with like McDonald's. And she was like, girl, yeah, that is the first place the you finger. This is the first place you go when this happened. Go to your family. Go to McDonald's. Get some chicken. What did they say? He's just not that into you. You go to the <laughs> the store. You get some ice cream and some ribs because you just been dumped. Yeah, I but I feel funny. badly for her because if this was me, not that Terrible. I'm embarrassed. She did nothing wrong, but it's like this That's is the whole world talking. About They're all this following her entertainment. Like, yeah, watching me eat my McDonald's and stuff. It's like just leave me alone. Like 
you know, whatever, yeah. per, you know, give him shit, but leave me out of it. And not that people are giving her shit. Everyone's being very supportive, but I'd almost be like, just don't say anything about me. Like, leave me out of it. I think people are, except like the hashtag justice for Ariana, which is like so But stupid. even all her friends are posting every day pictures of her and are like, we love you. Hashtag team Ariana. Right, yeah, that's, it's like, yeah, I'd be like, don't do this. But again, I'm not on a reality television show. And the best part about this all is that they're currently filming. So we're going to get this all in the current season and we're going to get this at the reunion and it's going to be insane. And I will probably not watch this season. I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but I will watch when this catches up and I will watch the reunion. Yeah, and Andy Cohen, sorry, my computer's making noise in the background. Andy Cohen's, like, so hype, obviously. And when this all started happening, he just posted the emoji of, like, a red siren. And that's what Kaylin was telling mom this week when she explained it. So he basically was like, ring the alarm, everyone. Like, shit's about to go down. And he yeah. said that none of the older housewives reached out. Like, they don't care. But every Bravo celebrity under the age of 42 texted him and was like, what's going on? Like, give us the tea. And that's what I'm was- saying. That's why it's become such a thing, because... Yeah, everyone on Bravo is like in on it, like involved. And all the memes now are like Robin from Potomac sleeping soundly, knowing no one's talking shit about her. Yes, and other yes. Bravo stuff going on. Like Stassi announced she was pregnant with her second this weekend. Nobody's talking about oh, that. Oh, can because... you explain to me why she's like canceled? Because she, from the show, Stassi she... was on Vanderpump Rules previously. Yeah, because she and Kristen called the cops on a black cast member accusing her of stealing i think mm-hmm. and i think the rationale was like oh they just saw a black person so they assumed it was her and then it became a whole thing but isn't kristen still on the show no oh okay so i was like not fair if it's just one of them no they both both of them got fired right but they're still friends with ariana and in this yes circle. they're still like in the, the witches group. of weho yes yeah the funniest thing i saw yesterday was i follow this account on instagram lucy on the ground and she talks about bravo stuff and she compiled the list of like all the things she'd heard. And one of them was like, you know, sources from Raquel's friends or whatever. And it said that like right now, Tom and Raquel's biggest concern was what to do about Coachella. Cause they all always <laughs> go together and like get a house for free and like hang out and they want to be there in public and like making out. And she, the girl wrote, what do you do about Coachella? What the fuck? That's your biggest concern right now? Like, Yes. To these people who, as our friends said, I think Shannon, like these people have no conscience. Like they just, and then like, Raquel go to fired, fired her PR team yesterday and hired Erica Jane's PR person. Yeah, I know. this is it's just funny. Usually I don't know what's going on in these scandals. So I'm just like, la la la. But like, I know enough now that I'm going to keep following it because, of, you know, I know what's going on. Right. Good moral story. Don't cheat. Just break up if you don't just like the person up. anymore. Yeah. Or I know it's hard. I hate breaking up with people more than anyone in the entire fucking world. But just do it. And keep it out of your friend group. That's not a good yeah. look. I mean, I mean, maybe you're meant to be and you guys going to be in love forever. And get a lightning bolt tattoo. Yeah, but no, keep it out of your friend group. He's a, why do you think he likes her? I don't think he likes anyone. because she's He's... young and expressed interest in him, like Anna Kendrick's ex and the girl that expressed interest in him. Yeah, because she just wanted to be relevant and famous. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, so stupid. So that's the... Not TLDR, Noonan, sorry, about Scandal. Yeah. And I love, they're calling it Scandal because he's Sandoval and it's a scandal. And uh, Andy Cohen shouted out the woman who coined the phrase. Uh, uh, Casey Wilson wrote notes on a Scandal. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. This isn't also on the rundown, but I quickly wanted to ask you if you watched Survivor. I did. Okay, I've only seen the first like 25 or so minutes. We'll finish the rest on the treadmill tonight. 
Um, but just for the fans, we'll probably be talking about it weekly because like Hanson is part of our family, Survivor is part of our family. And yes, it's back. We have a long history with Survivor. Season 44. Yep. Jeff Probst is my god. Mm, is he? Uh sure. Okay. okay. Jack Jackson Mahomes. Mahomes. Um oh, Jackson Mahomes. Um How so old where do we is see? He? Yeah, hold on. He is Jack- 22 years old. Okay. So Jackson Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes' brother. Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Jeez, I was on mute. <laughs> yeah, was they like, just won, he won the Super Bowl. He just won the Super Bowl. So his brother has been famous, quotation marks, for a few years. He is like a TikTok person. And the only reason I know this person's name is because of our sister, Caitlin, who just like sends us videos and like just thinks he's funny. And like when I Googled about this, it's the new, like the top thing. It says Jackson Mahone's internet personality. Like that's his job. Um, so he's 22 years old. He's very popular on TikTok. And I guess that's his job. I don't know. His job is being Patrick Mahomes' brother. So he is being investigated by police in Kansas after alleged assaults of a restaurant owner and waiter last weekend. He allegedly for- allegedly forcibly kissed the 40-year-old owner and shoved a 19-year-old waiter more than once. Um the owner alleges that Mahomes grabbed her by the throat and kissed her at least twice in her basement office at the restaurant. Did you see the she video? Mah- no. Okay. Did you see it? I saw a clip of it online. And what are your thoughts? I don't want to see the video. So. It was two seconds, but it did look like he he was like, I want to say she was like in front of him and he came around and like kissed her from the back. But yeah, it looked like she was not a willing participant in said kiss. Oh, good. Because they're saying, like, his team is saying, oh, you know, it, this is just a snip of a video. Like, this isn't the real story. But if if the video is showing that it's unwanted, then I think he doesn't really have a case. Yeah. I always thought, and Caleb, like, he just seems so young and to me almost like asexual. He's just like an amorphous creature. So young. Yeah. He's like one of those things outside the car wash dealership that like waves around. <laughs> like, he's just not a real person. He just like dances online. He seems like he has not a thought in that in his head. He is the scarecrow. Right. So I'm, I'm sure he did do these things. But to me, I'm like, he's not even like a sexual being. Like, does he even like women or men or anyone? He's just such a strange cat. Right. I, I, but it's so funny because I know nothing about this guy. And the only updates I get are from our sister. And she's like, oh, he's so funny. Or like when the Chiefs make the playoffs, she's like, oh, now Jackson Holmes is going to be like all over TikTok and blah, blah, blah. And then these news comes out that he's like allegedly kissing and forcibly kissing women and like assaulting them. Like, yeah, it, it's just like, I can't even believe that this is in the ether. Right, guys. Also, we had talked about it in our, our Bravo group text once before. I was like, People shit on him, and I and I think Caleb Souls. People sometimes get annoyed at him, like because he's always in the box at the games, and like he gets all this stuff for free. And I was like, but if one of my sisters was like, oh yeah, a professional athlete, I would ride the coattails. I'd take the PJ. I'd go sit in the box. And then I think either Kelly or Shannon was like, or Marissa actually. She was like, yeah, but Ryan, you'd still come home Friday nights on the couch and eat soup and watch <laughs> Potomac and be humble. I was like, I guess, but like, I don't get what well, you wouldn't be out saying do you no. know who my brother is or do you know who i am at restaurants and assaulting people no 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 and i'm that's that's the difference right it's like i would take advantage of all the perks but i i'd hope i wouldn't be like a dickhead you, or about you're it. right you never over take advantage no i would try not to yeah is he like arrested right now or he posted bail like what happened 
I don't think he was arrested. I think um, they called the cops and like he wasn't there, obviously. And and I don't even know if there's going to be charges. I think oh, okay. they said they're investigating. So we don't know yet. But did someone at the place call the cops? Yes. Sorry if you just said this. I was distracted because Baker just texted us that Dana is the jackhole of the week. And it really made me laugh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Jackson. Come on now. Right. Like, I'm so stupid. So stupid. Everyone leave women alone. Yeah. Okay. Do you know anything about the Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber drama? I know nothing. So you have to give me the TLDR. It's not even, there's like not even anything to give. Cause same, I like knew it was going around because of TikTok a little bit and like comments by celebs, the Instagram account. So I think I got a TLDR last night on TikTok. So I don't know if any of this is like 100% accurate, but it's so dumb. Basically, Everyone just overanalyzes everything that Haley Bieber does now and assumes it's like about Selena. So she stop you overanalyze yeah. what she puts on social media or. Yes. OK, so, yeah, she put out a, a like an Instagram story or a TikTok. And I think she was with Kylie Jenner and another girl. And one of the sounds was like it was like a noise you lip sync along to. And it was something like, oh, well, you got yours. And I guess it was right after Selena had posted vacation pictures And people were shading her for gaining weight. Horrible. Whatever. But people were saying Haley Bieber did that as like she was shading Selena by saying like, oh, you got yours or something. Like like you don't date Justin anymore, so you're fat? Or like I got the guy and now you're a boy. Like I win. Like, you know. And then she, Haley Bieber was like, I usually don't comment on these things, but like I, you guys are reading into this. This has nothing to do with Selena. But then she deleted it. Then, like a week or so later, Selena Gomez posted an Instagram story where she got her eyebrows laminated and they looked crazy. And I think she said, like, laminated? Yeah, I want to get it done. Like how, like you used to laminate a textbook? Yeah, but basically what you do, it's like they kind of put like wax almost, I think it is, and it like makes your eyebrow hair stick up and then they like fill them in and and they like, yeah, set it in place for a little bit, I think with like lamination paper and then it just stays. So your eyebrows like... You don't have to use eyebrow gel to color them or to keep them sticking up, which is the trend these days. And I use eyebrow gel all the time. So, okay. So she got them laminated, I think, for the first time. And I think she posted something basically that said, like, how long before they don't look crazy anymore? I didn't mean for it to, like, look like this. Then, like, either the that day or the next day, Kylie Jenner and Haley Bieber both posted Instagram stories of their eyebrows close up, like, looking crazy. And Kylie Jenner's comment was, like, how could this be on accident? question mark and again it's also stupid and i get it i think she's making fun of selena like you're saying you didn't know that this is how they would turn out like you went and paid for this to get done Uh, and basically uh. being like our eyebrows look better kylie and but selena's not saying that selena's saying how long till this stops i think that's what selena was saying yeah i think they're saying like she's she's pretending that she doesn't know but whatever so again everyone cares who cares but but also why are they both posting eyebrow pictures like it's just weird. But you and said it's the thing. I guess. What? But getting those eyebrows laminated. like trendy. No, but they're not posting like, I just got mine laminated. They're just posting pictures of their eyebrows zoomed in. Okay. Like the same day Selena posted about this. So people, again, are saying like, what, like they seem like they're shading Selena, that her, that her eyebrows look bad and theirs look better. And then Kylie even posted a comment on that and was like, you guys are really reaching. Like, I have no beef with Selena. And Selena commented back, like, same, I'm a fan of Kylie's, like, everyone calm down, basically. 
So this is all happening. It's stupid. I don't even really understand like what the beef is. But at the same time, people are like going way back into Haley Bieber's like first tweets, first videos, first interviews, all this stuff. And basically saying that she like single white female Selena, like they'll show clips that Selena gave in an interview. And then an interview like two months later, Haley says like the exact same thing. Selena got like a cut, like would get like a tattoo and Haley would get like a similar one. Selena would get like a certain outfit or sunglasses and Haley would get a similar one. Yes, Jill, I see you rolling your eyes. It's stupid. But if you watch enough of it, it does seem real. They're the same age girls living in like no, Hollywood. Sel- like, Selena's they can't old. like the same things. Yes, but it's not like it's like Haley's younger, I think, by a number of years. She grew up being a huge Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez fan. She used to tweet like greatest couple of all time. Nothing can touch them. Selena and Justin forever. Like this is true love. But she was a child, right? Yeah, she was younger. She was probably like a teen and they were like a little bit older. And she'd be like, love them, love Selena, love you. So then again, fans are assuming that she like wanted to be Selena and emulated her in so many ways. And then now is married to her ex-boyfriend. So people are just saying, like, she's obsessed with Selena. Yes. Selena and Haley are in their mid-20s. I think Selena's, like, closer to my age. Yeah. So the people that are perpetuating this online are people their own age or younger? Both. Because, like, people who are their age. Selena is 30. She was born in 1992. Like thirty year olds on the internet shouldn't be looking at old Haley Bieber. I know, but they're, they're doing the deep dives. Like, and Haley is twenty six. Yeah, I think if if you told me like thirteen year olds are doing this, I'd be like, okay, fine. You know. Yeah, no, but it that uh, that's upsetting. So again, yeah, I don't even really understand what the beef is. I just think it's interesting, like watching some of these clips of like Haley allegedly trying to be just like Selena, and. And why, but like all of TikTok is talking about them. Selena Gomez now, amidst this, is saying she's taking a break from social media and she's saying it doesn't have to do with anything that's going on. She just like needs a break. It's like too much. Um, And what was I going to say? I just like some people are, and then like Justin Bieber posted like a million pictures from like his birthday party last weekend and he's not wearing his wedding ring in any of them. And then I think at first he posted a bunch of pictures and Haley wasn't in any of them. And then he posted another round of pictures where she's in a few of them. So people are I being saw like, pictures of her and she's wearing like this big coat with him. Yeah. And people are saying like, you need to, you know, show that you love your girlfriend, like blah, blah, blah. Girlfriend, wife. Wife. That's what I mean. Like stick up. Like he doesn't make any comment on anything, which I don't really blame him for. Right. And but anyway, the whole theory is that like he's, you know, kind of settling with Haley, and he still really wants to be with Selena, and it's just so dumb. But I saw a funny TikTok work girl was like, "We're talking about these two women who are successful, beautiful women," and said, "No one's saying what a shithead Justin Bieber is. Like, none of this ire and this like obsession is getting put on him when he just seems like a bad boyfriend and husband." But no one's pointing that out. They're just saying like, "Oh, these two girls, these two girls." Well, is he for staying out of it and not posting things? I think he's the only one being like. I'm yeah. not giving this any energy. I think that's fine, you know. I don't know. And allegedly he handed out a favor at his party that is like a lighter with a cowboy hat and it says, "I'm so thankful that I didn't end up with what I thought I wanted." And people are saying that's about Selena. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I don't even there's more to it, I guess, but this this is what I know and I don't fucking get it and 
I think Haley Bieber and Kylie Jenner are probably wildly immature and are doing things to try to like shade Selena on the internet. And Selena's just like, I'm good. I'm out. I'm right. above it. And yeah, that is. Yeah, I have no concern. I just didn't know if you'd heard anything about it because, again, I don't know if there's anything actually like there. No, I knew there it. was something going on, but I was going to ask, be like, I, I like haven't clicked on anything. I have no idea what's going on. My only yeah. concern is that if there's 30 year olds spending their days like hunting down old videos and trying to create drama where there isn't, is yeah. that sad. Oh, I like that. So this is a TikTok. When Justin mentally, emotionally abused and serial cheated on Selena, and now he's married to Haley Bieber, who he yet again treats like trash, but faces zero repercussion from the public because they're too busy polarizing the two women that he very openly and publicly embarrassed, humiliated in front of the entire world multiple times. How do we know he treats Haley Bieber? That's the thing. I don't know. I haven't done my research. Okay. But yeah, so... That was rambling craziness, but that's from what I understand of it. Which no, is I'm glad that, much. that you told me because I literally, I knew like things were going on, but I had no idea what was the story. Yeah, I think it's dumb. Okay, Chance the Rapper. Um, just to say that um, you had asked me previously like what scripted shows I watch and I'm like, hmm, but yeah. I'll tell you the, the script, the show I watch the most and the TV show I watch the most is Sesame Street. And um, is it scripted? Do they ever improvise? I don't think so. I think those 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 uh, puppets are very scripted. Um, and, you know, we watch old episodes. We just watch whatever happens. And uh, Chance Rapper was on one. And I was like, oh, where's Chance the Rapper been? Was he wearing a hat with a three on it? I believe so, yes. Okay. And I texted you, our sister, and our brother-in-law, because you and our brother-in-law have some infatuation with Chance the Rapper. We own um, knockoff three hats that we bought on Wish.com. So I texted you guys and I was like, what's going on with Chance Rapper? Where's he been? And you told me correctly, which I knew, but I guess had not surfaced in my mind, that he is on the new season of The Voice. With Niall James Horn. Yes. So I just wanted to say, Chance Rapper, I hadn't seen you in a while, saw you pop up in Sesame Street, and now you're doing well. And you sent me a clip of them singing. And Chance Rapper, wonderful singer. I didn't know. Yes. I thought he was just the rapper, but he has a very nice voice. <laughs> he sings sometimes in some of his songs. And yeah, it's very nice. Some of my favorite songs with his him are ones singing? that he kind of sings in. I'm trying to think of the one I'm thinking of. Like Same Drugs is one of his popular songs. He like sings, of course, in that. Also, one of our collective favorite songs, The Three McGrath Sisters, is May I Have This Dance. Francis and the Lights featuring Chance the Rapper. He sings yes. on that. And yes, so I, I hear him song. sing on that, like, because I still listen to that song, like, almost daily. Yes. But it's funny because I do feel like in the early days, he was very much, like, independent artist, like, underground, had mixtapes, was like, I'm not going to sell out. Is he Kanye? Is he related? They they are both from Chicago, so they did right. know each other, I believe. And Kanye is on one of Chance's songs, and it's really good. And, <laughs> um, yeah, and I think they've done, like, features for each other in the past. So I don't care. I think he's great. And I think he seems like a good dad and a nice person. But I think his whole thing in the beginning was like independent artists don't sell out. So now it's funny that he's on Sesame Street and The Voice yeah. because a hardcore Sesame Street rapper, is selling out. I don't, but like, you it's know, for the children and you go for free because it's PBS. You didn't get paid for that. And again, I don't care. I think he's, uh, he seems like a good guy. Niall seems to speak highly of him. They seem like homies now. Um, Although maybe you do get paid for Sesame Street now that's on HBO Max, but anyway. But yeah, so um, I got I got to go back and do my research, but I do think Chance was always like, it's just about the music, man. So it's just funny yeah. now that he's like doing all the stuff. I, I do not care and no shit, right. get, get that bag. But like, you know, uh, it's funny. But yeah, I like him. 
just, he resurfaced in my mind and now he's back in my world. Um, very quickly, last thing I'll say about Kelsey Ballerini, hopefully for a while. She was on SNL this weekend. I did not attend. Um, she sang two of did her you, songs. Did you try to get tickets? I tried to do the standby line, which goes on sale the Thursday before at 10 a.m. I logged in at 10 a.m. I had two tickets in my cart. I went to check out and they said, your party size is too large. So then I set, selected one ticket. And by the time I went to check out, it was already sold out. Yeah. It's like a thing. No, there's like a whole podcast about it and like how to get the how tickets to get and like tickets. and even if you get the standby, you have to go. I thought it's a I thought it was Saturday night. You have to go Friday night and stand in line. I'm not gonna go Friday night. Hey, guess what, Dana? Our parents went to SNL when Hanson was on because Hanson is on a one hit wonder. They were on SNL. And they sang two songs because you have to on SNL. Yeah, and our parents went because we're noted historians the, of not a one hit wonder bed. Anyway. Okay, be nice to Dana. I am nice to Dana. I love you, Dana. Um Anyway, so Kelsey Ballerini was on for the first time as a musical guest. She sang two songs, both from this EP about the ex-husband. She sang the song Blindsided, which is basically like a direct response to the song he put out right after they broke up. I'm already annoyed by all this. I know. In the performance, at the very end, she did like this improvised outro that isn't on the actual recording of the song. And basically what she says is, I heard your song playing on the radio. Couldn't say it to my face. You would have searched the whole world over. Yeah, sure. Okay. In his song, it starts with, I would have searched the whole world over for you. I would have flown through the night to be that shoulder for you. I would have let go if you wanted me to. How long has this been over for you? And she said on the podcast and other things, like, she always had to like arrange like him coming to see her and buying the tickets and paying for everything. And she's like, if I didn't like buy him flights, like we wouldn't see each other. Like I just got everything done. Mm-hmm. And basically the last one of the reasons I, getting so petty. One of the but reasons anyway. they ended it was like he was going to come see her in like California and then just like didn't come. So that's why she's shading like, oh, you would have searched the whole, whole world over. You would have gotten on that flight. No. So and then in the second part of it, she says, I'm I'm hearing you sing it on the radio. Like you're the only heart that breaks. You would have searched the whole world over. Yeah, sure. Okay. So again, like directly using his lyrics. Thank from you, Max. And then she put out a t-shirt that said, yeah, sure. Okay. Because <sighs> fans were, quote, asking for it. Oh, no. I can't anymore. I can't. I I can't. She's pissed at him. Like, this is the difference. Ariana Maddox of Vanderpump is I'm not. They're going to say Ariana Grande. Thank you, next. <laughs> It's not putting this out and like yet maybe in six months she will but like yeah like this is happening to her and the news is happening and she can't control that but like she's not perpetuating it and kelsey and the husband ex-husband are perpetuating this yeah they are it's like it's enough like i just it's enough and she's on tour now i don't even care but these people know these people and i'm annoyed by them yeah it's like so you don't need to sell fucking t-shirts that say blindsided on them. Like, come Did on. Did she sell them at SNL or they went up online after? They went up online. She didn't. Because oh. allegedly people asked for them and I'm like, so how, but you can get them up that quickly and they have your right, logo right. on the back. Right. And I still love her, but I, I'm struggling. Also, her boyfriend, Chase Stokes, was there because he was in New York at the same time. Right, and it, you'd see them on the street. If I'm her new boyfriend, I'd be like, are you fucking still obsessed <laughs> with your ex-husband? I'd be like, stop. Right. Like, all you do is now talk about this. You said you don't want to talk about it. You just want to put the songs out, let them speak for themselves. And now you're putting out T-shirts and you're directly like going back with his songs. I'd be like, 
babe, are you ready to date? Maybe, right. maybe chill for a bit, you know, right. and, but they're in love and he, you know, he's supportive of her and says like, you were amazing queen. And again, I just quickly wanted to mention that outro because I just like, girl, so stupid. All right. New York Post Marissa segment. New York Post Marissa segment. The date is March 7th, 2013. The cover Thrones Beauty in Nude Picks Frenzy. Snap happy Broadway theater goers frothing over Game of Thrones stunner Amelia Clark's nude scene in Breakfast at Tiffany's broke out their cell cams, sparking a security crackdown. What is the name? Can you start the- over? Read the first part again. Thrones what? Thrones Beauty in Nude Picks Frenzy. So Millie Clark was in Breakfast hey. Tiffany's on Broadway. I don't even remember this production, but apparently she was naked in it and people took pictures of it, which you're not allowed to do. So what's the headline? Something about cell phones, naked. It's going to be like Queen of Dragons, but not dragons. But what is Queen of Titties? <laughs> Theater Buffs. Oh, come on, Post. Get, get, get the Khaleesi word play in there at least. Well, because in the buff. I get and, it. And it's a play on, you know, theater buffs. Yeah, I get it. I'm just glad it was something lighthearted. And yeah, I was like, after soon. last week, I can't fucking anymore. You gotta proof these because I can't with these. But now yeah. I have to, after this, I'm going to have to do a deep dive. I don't remember this production. I don't remember. No, I thought it was going to yeah. be something. When you said Throne Star Naked, I thought it was going to be someone was an Equus and it was going to be one of the men from the oh, show, yeah, like Kit yeah. Harrington or something. Yeah. That's where yeah. I thought you were going with this. Also, was that a musical or is it just a play? I don't know. And you get naked I, in it? Is she even naked in the movie? I mean, she has like sex in the movie, so I don't so remember once for like frontal Audrey Hepburn, but. Anyway. Um, do you have any current events you want to inform me about? Um, John no. Stewart is kind of keeping me apprised of my current yeah, events. Yeah, the poor um, Ohio with the train derailment and the... I like, know nothing uh, about this. Oh, uh, toxic stuff going in their water because a train broke and Ugh. fell. Oh, actually, chemicals. I, yeah. yeah, it just... Uh, that's like one of my worst fears. Like, um, our dear friend Courtney led me onto a book about the Flint water crisis. And it was a great book by one of the doctors. Yeah. What's the there. book? Do you remember the name? Uh, I'll Shout find it. it out. Yeah. That was a Hanson reference in case anyone didn't know. <laughs> what the eyes don't see a story of crisis by Mona Hanna Atisha. It's great. The book was great. I was like obsessed with it. I'm so upset that I'm like checking our water levels every time the reports come out. But the government could be lying to us as they were in Flint. I don't know. But that's like one of my biggest pet fees, like not pet fees, like scares. Like is the water I'm giving my child contaminated and going to lead to defects? Anyway, I use a Brita, but anyway. Um, I use the fridge. Yeah. So so that's like a, a current event that's stressful. And, and But when did that happen? The, like a couple of weeks ago, but the government right, said it's I okay. Saw but Ohioans the- are saying, no, no, you need to. So now they're going back in to retest. Right. I saw a video i think it was in there of like the chemicals in the water and what it looked like um and that but that was a little while ago yeah um so yeah i did but i didn't know it was because a train derailed did people get hurt i don't think so i don't think there was anyone on the train but they're on the train okay your superlative question <laughs> this week is what is your favorite hansen song oh <laughs> <gasps> If you could only keep one, what would it be? I know it's hard. I can't. Right. I, I'd really I can't. have to sit and listen. Like I think mine's strong enough to break. Oh, 
Lost without each other, maybe. Whoa. Did I feel you like not think I would Caitlin. say that? No, I thought you might go for Save Me. I love Save Me. Yeah. I also like Runaway Run. If only. You Crazy love Beautiful. Deeper. I do love Deeper. I was saying to Caitlin and Mom this weekend, it would be such a good hit, uh, wedding song if the line was, I don't even know her name. Because, come on now. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to it when you sent it to us in the group chat, and I was like, this isn't a great wedding song just for the lyrics, but it's so yeah. good when Taylor starts in the beginning, loving you. Oh, it's so good. It's flames. All right, yeah. so lost without each other. At this moment right now, I guess, yeah. Okay, not thinking and about And yours something. would be strong enough to break. Yeah. I don't feel myself today. I'm just a figure just, in a big Monopoly <laughs> game. <laughs> Struggle is the price to pay. Get just enough just to give it away. All right, and your Kevin Bacon this week is Owen Wilson because Owen Wilson <laughs> apparently is in the movie where he plays Bob Ross and the poster came out and I thought it was a fucking not prank. a Bob Ross like someone like Bob Ross like are a you name. like a Lydia Tarr this is so stupid yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna do it just make it a Bob Ross biopic it's not oh my um, god but the, I'll post the picture on her Instagram it's fucking so stupid wait is it a comedy I think it's like a yeah. okay. That makes us all different. I thought this was like a yeah, it's serious like a Bob Ross no, biopic he was doing. No, okay, no, no. But in the picture, he just looks so stupid. It just makes me laugh. Um, so that's your Kevin Bacon this week. Oh my god, I need to. <laughs> I can't get with this. Almost I been so many movies. So yeah, he's been around a lot. I'm, I feel like him and Kevin probably in a movie together. We just don't. I know. I'm know trying it. to think. And he's done so many Wes Anderson, so like, there's a lot of people in those, like Bill Murray, or anything um, with Ben Stiller. Yeah, anything with Ben Stiller, um, Will Ferrell. I mean, you could do yeah, like Owen Wilson's in Zoolander, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell's in Four Year Old Version, Steve Carell, Steve Carell's in um, Chris Stewart, Love Kim Bacon. I'm sure there's a quicker way though. But I guess that's yeah, but meaning. not. I thought we could maybe go like one, but no. I'm sure there is one, but I'm trying to think. Not according to the Oracle of Bacon.org. Yeah. Yeah, I can give there's, you some there's no examples. Or like there's no two. Yeah, there are two. So like Owen Wilson was in Little Fockers with Paul Herman, who was in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. Owen Wilson was in the internship with Jimmy O. Yang, who was in Patriot's Day with Kevin Bacon. I guess John We don't Goodman, count Patriot's Day. John Goodman was also in the internship and he was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. Um, Owen Wilson was with in Armageddon with Christian Clemenson, who was in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon. Owen, Wait, who, Owen Wilson's in Armageddon? I forgot that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my bags are packed. Right. Owen Wilson is at Night at the Museum with Christopher Guest, who's in A Few Good Men with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Owen Wilson's in Marley and Me yes. with Jennifer Aniston, who's in Picture Perfect with Kevin Bacon. Yes. Okay. These are all good. So yeah, I did so. too far, but. Yeah, there's many avenues. Oh, he's in Meet the Parents with De Niro, who's in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. Uh, do That's I think Sleepers? I didn't. Say, yeah, I've never seen Sleepers. I think we need to watch it. A watch oh. along. Yeah, I was I was gonna suggest this week be our drive me crazy because, like I said, I'm trying to do the movie once a month, and we had like three episodes, but then you know the the scandal broke. The scandal, and then Dana this morning. Oh, yeah. So maybe next week will be a movie episode if y'all want to skip, <laughs> but. Or if you want Should to watch it. Drive Me Crazy. Oh, yeah. If you, oh, sorry, yeah. Drive Me Crazy film. Let me see if starring it's... Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. Mm-hmm. Vincent Chase and Allie Larder. Give us some other people while I look up if it's streaming anywhere. Allie um, Larder. Reverend um, Camden. 
Oh, God, yes. Reverend Cameron is also all the president's men, which Caitlin was texting about last night, which I'm shocked she's never seen. It's not um, her bag, baby. It looks like it's streaming on Cinemax and maybe Prime and Direct TV. So you might have to have cable. It's probably on YouTube. Actually, I think it's on YouTube. YouTube with free with ads. They, you know, they do the movies. Free yes, with ads. yes. So I think if you do, so yeah, if you haven't watched Drive Me Crazy, you fucking should because it's great. And it's great. Seniors rule. Seniors rule. And we're gonna watch it. And we're gonna. Who's her? Is that Susan May Pratt? Who's her the best mom? friend? Who's mean? No. Oh. No, yeah, whoever the one from Center Stage is. Yeah, yeah. Mean and and 10 Things Hate About You. Hey, Kathy! Hey, Kathy! <laughs> anyway, we'll tease you with that, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for a lovely episode. Yeah, no problem. See you then. See you then. <laughs>